0: Sports Talk Chicago, John's Globe, John Meadows, directing and producing. Great to have everybody here with us. Last segment of the program. We're on everywhere right now. Our great affiliates at the top of your screen on YouTube, ACTV, Cities 92.9, Talk FM, AM 1230, WJOB, and Jed TV. Big thank you to all of our great affiliates. We love them. We're appreciative of them. Make sure you guys follow them. Tune into their stations. Follow them on social media. Give them a great shout-out for putting our show on the air and, We had kind of teased earlier, we're going to be announcing two new affiliates, two huge affiliates coming up next Wednesday. So if you want to hear about that news, Wednesday night, 7 p.m., we're going to be here to discuss on YouTube, and that show is going to be put out to all of our great affiliates throughout the week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. You could like the video. You could subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. We have over 18,400 subscribers. We're trying to get to 20,000. We need your help. If you miss any part of this program, any part of this program, Please podcast at sportstalkchicago.com and all over on podcasting platforms. Bears-heavy show today, as it should be, and we're going to end today with another game preview. We were right last week. Surprisingly enough, I said the Bears could or may pull off up an upset, and they certainly did. going to be a tougher challenge this week, but it's also possible as they face off against the L.A. Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Yes, America, get ready for a barn burner. On Sunday night, get ready to watch your Chicago Bears in primetime. They always suck in primetime, and everyone's going to watch them suck on Sunday night. No, I'm kidding. I think it's going to be an okay game. I think it's going to certainly be somewhat of a competitive game between these two teams. Uh, The Chargers, we'll talk about them first. They're and 2-4, and they're in big trouble just like the Bears are. Don't really understand why because they certainly have a a competent quarterback, but things are not going their way right now. Uh, Justin Herbert... Still been a good year, 10 touchdowns, four picks, 1,600 yards, a 97 passer rating. He has gone down a little bit in his performance, and there have been some critics who have argued that he's not an amazing quarterback. He can't come up in um, closer or clutch situations, but I'll tell you what, the Bears would love to have him. So everybody could shut up about that and those criticisms. Right now their run game's okay. Joshua Kelly and Austin Eckler splitting duties. The real big problem is their defense. Uh, Their offense is 11th in football. their defense is 25th. Not to mention the fact that the only other coach in the NFL today who probably has more pressure under his ass is the Chargers coach, Brandon Staley. I thought he should have been fired last year. Especially after that debacle in the playoffs, they blew a, what, three, four touchdown lead against Jacksonville? Now, that was Brandon Staley. By doing that in a playoff game after you barely made the playoffs, and then remember his rookie year as a head coach when they had to face the Raiders in that last game of the season, and they opted to try and kick a field goal. They didn't need the football. They didn't want to make it a tie. It was just a complete blunder on his part that led to the Chargers missing the playoffs. I think he should have been going along. I should have, he should have been going after that, but they kept him around still. I've never seen that dumb of a, of a decision. Nevertheless... That's the situation, and that's what's going to happen on Sunday night. The Bears, to contrast, believe it or not, have the 13th best offense in football, according to points per game, 22.6. They have slowly but surely begun to put up points, and I think a lot of that has contributed to the Broncos, Commanders, and the Raiders games. Those three games have all resulted in 28-plus points. That's driven up that average event by their defense, Under Matt Iberpluss, the defensive guru who's calling their plays is 28th out of 32. That's scary. More of a justification for Iberpluss and his future here in Chicago. Mr. Defensive Guru has the 28th best defense in football. Roshan Johnson practiced and the expectations that he is going to play for sure this upcoming weekend. So it's probably going to be the Roshan Johnson and Deontay Foreman show at running back. Tyson Banjan is in line to start. Coming off an unbelievable debut, very good debut, very solid debut. I'm curious to see how the Bears build off that for him. We saw a specific game plan work for him last week. was not pressured too much because he got rid of the ball super quick. Pocket passer, decent pocket presence, only sacked one time. High percentage throws, but for low yardage, so a lot of his throws were 15 yards or less, but his completion percentage was 72%. And took care of the football. No fumbles, no picks. That was Tyson Bajan. That was the game plan for the Bears and for him. And, hey, it worked. It worked great. So that's the question. And that's the situation and the matchup. Come Sunday night in primetime. It's going to be interesting to see how this game plays out. I don't think the Bears are going to win this one unless Bajan takes over the game. The reason I say that is because Justin Herbert against a backup quarterback in general, it's not a good look for your team, the Bears. Now, if it was Herbert versus Fields, maybe there'd be a difference, but no one fields he'd throw a pick in the fourth quarter and lose the game anyway. So it really doesn't matter uh, who the quarterback is. Right now, if I had to put a score on this one, Say the Bears will lose this one. Be a close game, though. 27-24. The Bears will lose this game 27 24. That's my official prediction. Hope I'm wrong. Hope they win. But I just don't see it on Sunday night against Justin Herbert. He had an undrafted rookie QB in prime time. I'm not going to fully buy this one. But I hope for encouraging performances from Beijing, not because I want to see a quarterback controversy. I mean, for his own sake, for the kid's sake. He had a hell of a game for his official quote-unquote debut, kind of. I'd love to see him build off of that because more than anything, I want him to be employable. It's such a great story. I don't want him to have this be a one-and-done thing and be you know, a grocery bagger in five years. I want him to stay in the NFL. I really do. I want him to continue. I want him to progress. It's a great story, and he showed last week, game plan or not, caveats or not, whatever you want to say, the fact is he did show that he's a competent quarterback, that he knows what he's doing. Doesn't mean he's a superstar. Doesn't mean he's even above average. But it did show that, hey, I know how to throw a football in the NFL. I know how to complete passes in the NFL. I know how to win a football game in the NFL. And that's all you can ask for on a pageant. That's all you can ask for. And took care of the ball, which was a plus, and only got sacked once, which was an even bigger plus. So I hope that Banjan kills it in general, and I hope that he does well just for his own sake. That's what I really want to see. Is it going to happen? Time will tell. (laughs) But it will be interesting to watch. Uh, we're gonna be doing the game live on Sunday here on Sports Talk Chicago at night. So we're gonna be with you, even though it's a night game. And I, I hope people tune in. Um we will see how this one plays out. Chargers have a lot more to play for than the Bears, too. And I want to make sure that we make that clear. I mean, they're they're two and four. Now they're in trouble. Staley is feeling the heat as he should. I mean, Stanley's definitely on the hot seat today. Herbert is even getting some. Heat and some flack, which is also a little bit unfair in my opinion, but nevertheless, that's happening. So the Chargers desperately need a win. I want to make sure we make that clear. They are desperate as a team. They will do whatever they can to get a win right now because they need it. Primetime Sunday night against the Bears, backup QB, they're thinking it's probably going to be an easy shot. Seriously. So keep that in mind as you prepare to watch this game on Sunday. And as we discussed last week in the Raiders game, we're going to discuss it again here. The team that commits less turnovers is going to win. If Bajan does what he did last week, Bears have a real shot at winning. No mistakes, no picks, no fumbles, high completion percentage, they won. Now, when Bajan came in, after Fields got hurt in the Vikings game, he had the pick and the fumble. The Bears lost. Pretty simple stuff. So, if Benjamin holds on to the football, if the Bears could make Justin Herbert throw a pick six in the fourth quarter, because now he's become notorious for that, that could easily go the other way. The Bears could win it. My official prediction, though, is twenty-eight or a twenty-seven, twenty-four Chargers. Right now, twenty-seven, twenty-four Chargers. Is my take, but I hope they prove me wrong. And what kind of a statement would that be? If Bajan won again, what kind of a statement would that make? See, the only other situation I just thought of this now that is kind of comparable to this Bears thing is Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush last year. Remember Cooper Rush came in, he stole the backup over there, along with uh, Trey Lance, who's, you know, sitting on the bench. But last year, Dak got hurt. Cooper Rush started for like five games and went four and one. Everybody there even talks in Dallas Oh, my goodness, Cooper Rush is going to take over Dak. And that didn't happen because Dak was already being paid. Key word, he was already being paid. So, obviously, Jerry Jones is not going to let his $200 million quarterback sit his ass on the bench. No, and he came back, it transition was made, and that's fine. And they thanked Cooper Rush for what he did. Keep that in mind. There's one big difference between the Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott thing and Bajan and Fields. We're going to learn a lot more on Sunday. If Bajan indeed goes 4-1, and one, let's say he does. Let's say even 3-1, and one, even 3-0. and oh, Are you really going to take him out and put Fields back in? Fair question. Fields is not making $200 million yet. And Bajan's an undrafted guy, like Cooper Rush was. There are a lot of similarities there. Dallas had to sit Cooper Rush, or else there would have been a revolt internally and externally. In Chicago, there might be a revolt externally because Bears fans are Justin Fields fans, not Bears fans. But internally, if Bajan is winning, there isn't a financial incentive to continue to play Justin Fields. So keep all of that in the back of your head as you watch this game on Sunday. Because if Bajan has a good command of the offense, if Bajan wins this game somehow and goes to 2-0, the questions will only get more intense. You could easily call last Sunday's game against Las Vegas a one-off, and that's what Matt Eberflus essentially said. That's what the media said. Media said, oh, it's just one game, great story, blah, blah, blah. If he does it again, more questions need to be asked, and more questions need answers, and we need to demand answers from the Bears here. Just saying. This is a fair thing to say. So keep all of that in your mind, too. When you think of this situation, look back to last year to get some wisdom in terms of Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush was dominating. It's not that he lit up the stat box necessarily, although he did well, but he just won, and Dallas won. They sat Cooper Rush when Dak came back because they had to. They had to. What about now, though? What about in this situation with the Bears? Do they need to start Justin Fields if Beijing goes 3 0 and then Fields is healthy? No, they shouldn't. They don't have to. They may and say, we need to see more from him. I've seen enough. I think I think everybody here has seen enough. I'm just saying. These are legitimate questions to be asking at this juncture. And we will wait to see what happens Sunday. We're going to be here live on Sports Talk Chicago for the game. So I ask all of you to tune in as we do play-by-play and commentary. I know a lot of you love it. We had a lot of people hang out with us last week or the last couple of weeks. And we hope you're here with us on Sports Talk Chicago. And we will go through it live with you and see how the game plays out. And we, we hope you're all there. That'll do it for us today here on Sports Talk Chicago. Big, big appreciating uh, of everybody for tuning in. John Meadows directing and producing behind the scenes. Thank you to all of you. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Hang out with us on Sports Talk Chicago on YouTube. A big thank you to all of our great affiliates across the top of your screen. ACTV, Cities 92.9, WJOB, and TV. Big announcement coming next Wednesday. Join us on Sunday for the game. And if you've missed any part of this show, sportstalkchicago.com, any podcasting platform. Until next time. So long, everyone.